Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What's happening, everyone? It's the Wednesday edition of Leafs Morning Take presented by PointsBet Canada and Montana's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill back in the saddle first and foremost. That was an outstanding rendition of three hits with Rosie yesterday. You think so, eh? It was been a while, it felt like, but... Uh... It was a good thing I got her done, too, because I had the flu yesterday, and I was out of commission, man. Like, probably the worst I've had that I've ever had, and it was a full day of pain, and then I did 11 and a half hours of snoozing, and I'm ready to rock this morning, so good to be back. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that. I've been fighting something a bit the last 24 hours or so. It is flu season. COVID's still a thing, so understandable. Playing hurt. I love that about you. Uh, speaking of which, there are some injury concerns for the lease, which we'll get to a back-to-back starting tonight at home against the Nashville Predators. Uh, remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Don't forget to visit LeafsNation.com. For all things Toronto Maple Leafs, my game preview is coming up in about 45 minutes from now, so make sure to keep it locked for LeafsNation.com. Thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line in the chat down below. Again, big topic of conversation the last 48 hours in the chat has been the trade deadline and who the Maple Leafs should target. Before we get over the boards, though, Rosie, it's the annual dad's trip for the Maple Leafs. Do you ever take part in one of these? Yeah, I did a few of them, man. It was uh, oh, it's a highlight, highlight of the year. Highlight of the yeah. year. Um, <laughs> you know, what trips? We went to New York City once. Then we uh, did Boston. Uh, we did um, Washington. Then home with Philadelphia, where Ed Snyder wined and dined the dads pretty hard. Um, I think now it's kind of more of a parents or it's still a dad's trip. That's cool. But they, they mix in the moms in there too, which is neat. But there's something about, about a boy and his dad and men playing hockey and whatever else. It's nice to see the moms get in there too. But um, it's kind of a rite of passage thing with the dads being like, man, this is a, a special thing with the men on the team. So big time, big time memories of that. I remember Colt Nor's dad, I don't think he went to sleep in New York City and then was the first one up <laughs> with the coffee and hitting the gym in the morning. So the dads were all impressed by that. But it's it's funny to see those old boys kick her into high gear and, and turn it up in the big cities around the around the states and whatnot. Didn't you tell a story earlier this season? I think it was on Broadway. You didn't expect to play and your old man was on the trip and you guys got after it a bit and then you ended up being in the lineup. Didn't you tell that story? Yeah, that's right. We uh, That was New York too. Me and my dad went out. Didn't think I was going to play and uh, went out and we were just, I don't even know where we went, but we were hitting up all these craft beer things and we we're just beer testing it out and going hopping bars and all of a sudden it's way too late. Holy shit. Okay. We go down, do our thing. Pre-game meal. I'm sitting there going, oh man, what are we going to do today? We we're going to go check out New York a little bit and see some sights. And Ron Wilson comes up and he's like, hey, you're in tonight and I was like okay and then dad looks at me and he's like you better go get a nap in 
<laughs> but we won. We won, did, and did I, you end up we won, and I bought Brandon Cross center ice at uh, Madison Square Garden, so all, all things worked out. Phenomenal. I'm sure Margot Robbie was in attendance for that one as well. So you're, you're oh. on your best performance at the Garden. That has to be the one place I would want to dance if I ever fought in the NHL, probably the Garden, because you don't know who would be there, right? Well, that too, plus like right at center ice, like Muhammad Ali fought Frazier, like things like that have happened there. It's an absolutely legendary barn and it's not going anywhere. They just threw a billion into it to, uh, on, on, they threw a billion dollars into that rink and you couldn't even tell a difference from, you know, the, the, the dressing rooms were cleaned up quite a bit, but I think the biggest part went up into the press box because they didn't have one. And it's crazy how, how short a billion dollars goes, but it's nice that that barn's not going anywhere anytime soon. And it's just a legendary place. One of my favorites. Yeah, it definitely uh, feels that way. I got a chance to go to New York for the first time back back in September, but uh, there was no preseason hockey. I believe there was. I just didn't go. But I, I, I took that picture in front of the Garden. I always wanted one of those pictures, so I did it. And certainly need to go to a game, a hockey game at the Garden. Preferably, I'd love to see the Rangers and the New York Islanders square off at MSG. But nonetheless, I could only imagine what it was like to have A, dad in the building, and B, to actually take part in a game at MSG. For now, let's get over the boards. All right, Rosie, so tons of information coming our way hot and heavy. The Leafs are on the ice as we speak for the morning skate. It looked like Austin Matthews is going to play, but then he took some extra time after the practice. And that's significant because yesterday I mentioned on the show they recalled Bobby McMahon, a 26-year-old from the Toronto Marlies, undrafted. The reigning AHL Player of the Week could be the first Leaf ever to wear the number 74 and make his debut tonight. How concerned are you about Austin Matthews potentially being banged up here? Uh, I'm not concerned because, listen to Sheldon Keefe, he just said it's a maintenance thing. And I, as soon as I found out he was on the ice, I thought, okay, he's probably not playing, especially when he stays late because it was an optional practice. And the big boys like that who get big time minutes are usually going to the training table and getting some maintenance done. So I think that it's just a precautionary thing if he doesn't play. And it doesn't sound like it's serious, but maybe if, you know, at this point in the season, you're playing the Nashville Predators, he hasn't missed any time, um, you know, something on his wrist is bugging him, it's just kind of flaring up and yeah. this happens, but usually it settles down and it's just not this time. Take a night off and get a ton of work done. The fact that he's out there on the ice still doing a little bit of extra shows me that he's not immediately injured. He's just kind of hurt and needs a day off. And like you said, I love the fact that they're calling up a good Alberta boy, 26 years old, never played in the NHL, obviously on a bit of a hot streak, not the number one uh, prospect to come up on recalls right now. But when you have a hot week, like you said, best player in the American League for a week, all of a sudden uh, you get tossed into her. And I mean, I, I think I mentioned that when, uh, you know, some guys are getting their first goal in the NHL and whatnot, but this kid's going to be so jacked up playing in the East Coast Hockey League, grinding out in the minors, and he's getting a shot on the on the big stage maybe tonight, still a maybe. So i just love to see that too. So that's a bit of solace if Matthews doesn't play tonight. And uh, Matt Larkin and I speculated on this yesterday that from, I think, the onset, I don't know if you remember this, like game three or four or five, Matthews took a weird bump. I don't know if it was against Dallas. It was one of the early games in the season he got up a bit limber, and I think ever since, maybe it's plagued him, maybe it's not. And I think through the uh, you know the nooks and crannies of an 82-game slate, you're not going to feel great every day. And certainly he hasn't been feeling his best the last couple of days. And I've got no issue with this. There's some separation in the standings. Um, you know, they've created 
sort of some distance between themselves and Tampa again. Some other teams, the Florida Panthers with a big-time win against Colorado. That was a wild and crazy game on Tuesday night. So I don't mind this at all. And I've been saying this for a while, like exploration. Like, see what you have in your prospects. See what you have in your, your Marlies. Like, I think you really have to get a telltale sign of what you truly need between now and March 3rd. And uh, I, I love guys getting shots, especially stories like this. Undrafted, 26, having a, a fantastic season with the Toronto Marlies. Might as well plug them into the lineup because I think it's quite clear they don't know if it's going to be Dryden Hunt. They don't know if it's going to be Wayne Simmons. There's opportunity there in that bottom six, Rosie. Yeah, totally agree. And I mean, if you're, you, you, like you say, you got separation in the standings and you're a hot team right now. You're not playing the greatest team in the world. A team, I'm sorry, that if you can't beat the Predators without Austin Matthews, then you don't have a team that's going anywhere special. So you know, take him out of the lineup, maybe get like you're worried about your star. You need him a hell of a lot more in the playoffs than you do tonight. So if he does have something a little bit banged up, whether it's an old thing that's nagging, I suspect it's kind of a a newer thing that's like, okay, this is uh, this just needs an extra couple of days to make sure. Why screw around with it? And then, like you say, you you open up the open up the window of opportunity for someone else, and you can check out some different prospects and call guys up and and see what floats. I don't think there's any problem with this. And if they can't win that game without Austin Matthews, and they got bigger problems. So, assuming Matthews can't go again, we're just assuming nothing confirmed at this point in time. Would you elect to go with Engvall, who practiced there yesterday with Bunting and Nylander? Or do you think there's an opportunity for some reps up the middle for Willie Nylander tonight? Yeah. Ooh. Depends what you want to do. Do you want to, again, like, I, I just don't, you know, when coming up to the trade deadline here, I would love to get some kind of a deal done with, you know, Angval, Kerfoot, something like that. If you could mix them into some kind of a deal and get some kind of value for it, I just feel like they're they're placeholders this year. That they, they just I know Angval's got a couple of goals, but they're usually in kind of those, you know, three goal win games where that it's not they're not quality, quality scoring uh goals that he's scoring. And I guess you could give him a shot up the middle and say maybe we can spark something. That's the only reason I would. I don't think he's deserving of it. Um yeah. I don't think he's the guy, but stranger things have happened where you shove a guy into a spot and all of a sudden, you know, you can catch a little bit of lightning in a bottle and maybe it sparks something, but that's about all I can see for positives on that. Other than that, I'd uh, I'd mix around with Nylander, like you say, and, and see what where guys fit, but it, it's I don't think it's as important of a deal as, as Reston Matthews and whatnot, but I just... I just see, I just keep getting frustrated by Engvall and Kerfoot. They seem like the same guy to me, um, all the potential in the world, but are just not getting any any traction this year. So just to confirm, Sheldon Keefe has just said Austin Matthews will not play tonight. So no Austin Matthews. Bobby McMahon will make his NHL debut. Furthermore, Keefe saying the ailment for Austin Matthews is something that has been bothering him for a while, which I think anybody who's watched Matthews play this season, take nothing away. He's on pace for 40 goals this season has not looked like the same player who won the Hart Trophy and the Rocker Richard last season. So I don't mind some health. And on top of that, Rosie, it looks like Nylander is going to start up the middle because they don't want to tinker with what they have in the bottom six, which makes a lot of sense. Um, so that gives opportunity to others. You see the lines right there. And thanks so much, Alex, for putting those on the board. Bunting, Nylander, and Engvall potential there um, on the second line with Yarncroke, Tavares, and Marner now flanking the first line. But again, I don't mind this. It looks like McMahon's going to play on the third line. I think you have to see what you have and the front end of a back-to-back -back, and you, you got the dads in the building too. Yeah, very cool. I wonder if there's enough time for Bobby McMahon's dad to get on an airplane, man, because I would, uh, 
that would be a huge, huge, huge thing for you to be at your son's game where you're like around the team and everything else. It'd be an absolute whirlwind for that family, which would be unreal to see. But I want you to look at that and, and take a look at if you do get rid of one of those guys in the top six, how much it shuffles up and thins things down in that mm -hmm. bottom, you know, seven, you know, all of a sudden you got Engvall on the top six. Um, you got a, an unproven guy on the third line and that fourth line is pretty, pretty solid, which I think is just staying the way it is, which is why, you know, I think that's the projected lineup right now is you keep that fourth line, which has been, you know, no problems, no issues at all, but it really thins things out when you do get rid of one of those big boys. And I think you need to think about that come the trade deadline on what it's going to look like if you do, if you do delete some some players and what are you adding and you really got to look at what does that do to everything above and below you when you start messing with the lineup because it's been pretty solid so far but it, it is interesting to see when you yank one guy out what uh, where things start to shuffle up and I'll, I'll be honest I don't love you know Pierre Engvall on on the in the top six he just doesn't seem to be the guy to do it this year. Let the record show January 11, 2023, second line right winger Pierre Engvall. Yes, let that resonate with you a bit as the Leafs get set to take on the Nashville Predators at Scotiabank Arena. The Preds have won four in a row and are currently on a six-game point streak. They're 5-0-1, which leads us to the second topic and the goaltending matchup brought to you by Montana's bringing back the viewing party with daily deals in 2023. It's Wednesday, which uh, five words, the best five words you can think of. All you can eat, ribs, Rosie. And I don't know, you know, what better to pair that with a Maple Leafs game tonight, right? Yeah, and a big, tall pint of beer, too. That sounds awesome. Ooh. Always always a good pick at Montana, especially when they got deals like all you can bloody well eat, man. You're going out of there satisfied. I promise you that. Muck City, I tell you, Muck City. Speaking of Muck City, UC Saros is the feature presentation for yours truly, at least tonight. The last 10 games, 6-2-2, two and 2.17942, two, 2 one shutout. On top of that, Rosie, the last two games, he stopped 102 of 105 shots, including a 63 safe performance, or could have been 64, against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes last week. He has been phenomenal. So the Leafs will be tested now without Matthews, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Those are outrageous amounts of shot against. What is that team doing in front of him? Sounds like they're damn lucky he's on his game right now. And that's exactly the thing you could do, uh, you could run into to drop this game against the Predators, man. I mean, make no mistake, you get a goalie that hot, it uh, sometimes doesn't matter what you throw at him, but you better be ready to throw a lot at him if you want to beat him and, and beat him well, especially with uh, one of your top guys who's an, you know, a Rocket Richard winner out of the lineup potentially or definitely now so yeah something to think about i hope they come prepared in front of their dads and aren't distracted by all the other shit going on around them but uh it'll be a, it'll be a test with that goalie if he's playing anywhere near that hot it'll be tough to to win the game a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I'm telling you, different planet right now. 38 safe shutout against the Ottawa Senators back on Tuesday night. And as referenced, a uh, 64 safe performance against Carolina. Franchise record in terms of saves. UC Saros is the real deal. By the way, it sounds like Matt Murray is going to get the start tonight and not Ilya Samsonov. Personally, I thought they were going to go with Samsonov because he is 10-0-1 on home ice. But I get it. He just beat Detroit on Saturday and the back-to-back tomorrow is in Detroit. So why not go with Matt Murray tonight, right? Yeah, it makes sense. A couple of ways you can look at it, obviously. And again, man, it's just like, how nice is it that you don't have some absolute duster behind Matt Murray and you just can't, you just ride Murray as hard as you can, delicately trying not to get him hurt and overwork him. And then, oh God, he does get hurt. And then we go, you know, one in four while he's injured. And it's just a nightmare. And that's that's the great thing about this. We're sitting here talking about, oh, I thought they were going to use this goalie. Oh, but they're going to use this goalie. Well, it makes sense because you yeah. can use that goalie next time. It's just like, it's great. They're, 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 both, they're both totally legit. And you have your biggest problem is who do we play tonight? And you got to mix and match and look at the stats or whatever, however they do it. And it's not just like, my God, hopefully our starter doesn't get injured because we've seen that before and it does not work, especially with a guy like Murray who does have a tendency to get hurt. I just I just love how both of these guys, I've said a million times, are just that one-two punch. And when they're both healthy, it's a coin flip on who's going to play tonight because they both play solid. And like you say, you're not even playing your guy that's, what, 10-0-2 on home ice. You're not even playing him tonight yeah. because your other guy's kind of a better fit. That's a friggin' amazing Amazing thing to have for the Toronto Maple Leafs who have been plagued by goaltending woes forever, it seems like. So that is the expected goaltending matchup. UC Saros against Matt Murray at Scotiabank Arena. Make sure to subscribe to the Nation Network YouTube page. Also, the Leafs Nation Twitter account at TLNDC. Instagram and Facebook accounts as well. Lots of great prizes and giveaways courtesies Montana. Courtesy Montana is coming up this month and later on this year. And all you can eat ribs sounds fantastic to me. Why not with a pint? and watching the Maple Leafs game. So TJ Brody banged up once again. We talked about it uh, earlier in the week, but didn't play on Sunday. Connor Timmins comes in and uh, does a remarkable job. So this means more Connor Timmins 
But what's your level of concern now with TJ Brody? It's kind of interesting. This guy's been the model of consistency. Hasn't been banged up much early on in his tenure with the Leafs. And this season has been a bit of a different story now with a rib issue. Yeah, it sounds sounds like it's not even related to the original injury yeah. that he had early in the season. But uh, <clears throat> a bit of concern. It seems like he's been quite inconsistent with, with being in the lineup. And... Uh, you know, it would be nice to start, you know, at least past trade deadline. I think, what do we have, like, uh, probably got Too seven or so. weeks or so before yeah. that happens. But after that, you'd like to start to really solidify, especially your decor and, and your pairings and, and really get that dialed in so that you're just that big monster machine that's ready to go into the playoffs. And they haven't had that this year, not even close with the amount of injuries. They have done phenomenal despite the injuries on the back end as far as their play is concerned and, and adapting to what's going on. But you would like to see some guys get healthy and start to get some, uh, some really solidified uh, chemistry with D pairings and whatnot and really get a rock solid back end there. But so far not happening. So, I mean, what do you do? All you can do is be thankful that you get guys coming in like Connor Timmons um, that are just, you know, rock solid and making an impact right away, which does not always happen in this league. I don't know about you, but to me, this just reinforces the need to go out there and get at least one defenseman. Again, assuming Jake Muzzin will not be returning this season, they need to get at least one more guy. I don't know if you feel the same way, especially considering injuries do happen, uh, especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right, where it's a different game, a lot of block shots, it's a heavy game. I don't think with, with who they have currently, and I think they have more depth than, than most teams headed into the Stanley Cup playoffs, I think you need to add this only reinforces it for me, Rosie. I don't argue with that. Um, I've said earlier when you need, what do we need in the in the trade deadline? And I've said D and, you know, people will say, well, that wasn't our problem in the playoffs. And it's like, that's fine, but that's not this year. I think that if there is a little bit of a glare, it's, you know, you get Justin Hole out there too much and he's tripping on his feet and they bury two on you. Well, that's the end of that game. And you just split at home, your advantage at home because of that. Like, it's that simple. It's that, it's that small of margins in the playoffs. So, to, to, to beef that up would be nice. I always think of like, it's pretty easy to figure out what you'd like to have, but how do you get that done? And what are you giving up for it is always the big question that so many people seem to forget about. Like that doesn't exist. It's like, you don't just go, it's not a fucking, it's not a grocery store where you just go pick stuff off the shelf for your team, man. You got to make a deal and it's darn near impossible to do it and to get the good side of a deal where you make your team better. And there's no point when your team's doing as well as the Leafs are right now just to make changes for the sake of making changes. So very difficult task, I think. But if you were to, if you were to beef something up, I would, I would think the defense getting somebody in there would be nice. And I'm very, very interested in what you'd have to get up to get that done. And again, I think Kyle Dubas deserves a lot of credit. Small sample size, but 12 games to Connor Timmons. Uh, offensively, he's been really, really steady with, uh, you know, 12 points here or nine points here in, in, in the game span too. So certainly I think when you when you look at the body of work, um, Kyle Dubas deserves a lot of credit for, for, for making that trade. Granted, you know, sample size is still there, but certainly I think what we've seen so far from Connor Timmons is the fact that he deserves to be in the lineup more frequently than he has been as of late. I mentioned 10 points, excuse me, in uh, 12 games here for Connor Timmons, one and nine. Um, I think at the very least, he deserves to be out there a bit more. He He's expectations, at least, Rosie. Yeah, he definitely has. He's kind of been, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't look into it too much when they made that deal and kind of was what it was. And then he's just, 
he just hasn't missed a beat. He stepped right in, made an impact, and has continued to do so. So I don't think you could say anything about Timmons besides what a what a fantastic addition and doing everything expected and then a little bit some. So definitely no issues there. And if he uh if he, you know, gets a little bit more ice time or a better pairing or whatever, that would be, you know, well deserved, I think. And, you know, you touched on Muzzin, like something we haven't talked about. It's kind of an like what if, what if Muzzin is back in the background quietly getting healthy getting all the tests done doing all the neurological stuff getting his neck worked on getting talking to some doctor he's never talked to before who says well this is your problem and then getting this type of treatment done and all of a sudden he's like i'm i'm close like i haven't felt this good in a long time and no one's talking to him no one's thinking about him what if and i'm not saying i have any indication of this but what if all of a sudden in march he's like I'm ready to go and he gets a month under his belt and you can just inject Jake Muzzin into the lineup for absolutely free. Um, it would be interesting to see how yeah. he looks or if that could even be possible. But just something that crossed my mind here when you brought him up, like, wow, what if like everyone's written him off? What if that's not the case? Never say never. I think just reading in between the lines of what's been said, not only by the players and by management, I, I wouldn't bank on it, um, honestly. And I think they would be pretty transparent in a situation like that. If there was an opportunity for a guy like Muzzin to come back, you haven't heard anything positive for months on this guy. And just the assumption that they're going to try to reallocate that cap space a bit somewhere else just leads you to believe that it's unlikely. And again, we had Edge from WWE on earlier this season, and he was talking about the same type of thing. And he was forced to retire from a physical sport in in, in wrestling, right? And mm-hmm. I think you look at a physical sport in hockey, I, I just think at this point in time, it's unrealistic to expect Jake Muzzin return at all this season, never mind, uh, you know, the future in the NHL. But again, stranger things have happened. And that's a, that's a really good point to bring up here because I do think they, they miss the leadership of Muzzin, but it's... It's quite clear like he hasn't been the same player for for a long period of time here, Rosie. Yeah, for sure. It's uh it's just something that crossed my mind, you know, it's there's no guarantees and if he was quietly making major progress yeah. and and found something that that made uh, you know, made a big difference in him, I promise you they wouldn't run to the media and say, "Guess what? Guess what? He's made huge strides." They wouldn't tell anyone. They're happy to have him in the background just seeing what happens. So, like you said, I wouldn't bet on it either, but I'm just saying you know, stranger things have happened. And, and what if this guy's quietly, you know, found something within the medical community where he's like, it's th- those types of things are like, something's been bugging me and we can't figure out what it is. And it's, it's very major and it's involves the neck and the head and we're not messing around and we haven't figured it out in a long time. So chances are I'm done forever and I'm not going to risk it. And then, you, and then you find some golden egg where it's like, I, I found out what my problem was. And there's a doctor out there that has, you know, experience with this and can fix it. I mean, I'm wishing into a well right now, but that would be fantastic for this team. But, you know, maybe possibly that could happen. I wouldn't write the guy off. But uh, again, we got what we have right now and we've got to move forward with it. You know what I find fascinating is that I would think players know more about other players' injuries than they do. And maybe they just don't tell me, but like knowing the players I know, I'll ask about a certain person, they'll have no clue. Is that just because a guy's so wrapped up in their own game and what they're going to do next and who they're playing as opposed to everybody around them? Because I just think it's so bizarre. If you're a teammate, like why wouldn't you walk up and be like, hey, when are you coming back? We miss you out there. 
Um, you do, but like those injured players are on a different schedule than the playing players. Okay. It's one of the it's yeah. one of the biggest things with being injured is you're you're kind of separated from the team and from the boys, and you don't feel part of it. And it's it's a lot of it's a big reason why when some guys are injured, they get depressed and they have a really tough time with it. And it's a big reason why guys hate being injured so much. And if you have the kind of coach that says when you're injured, I want you out of the building before the players get in there. I don't want you to be a distraction because you're not focused on the game like everyone else. A lot of a lot of coaches are like that and I don't like that at all because that guy can go down a bad hole of nothing you have nothing but frustration and you can't outlet it in any way and you might cross the guy on your way to the gym when he's still on the training table getting his last bit of stim or something done and you can say hey Muzzy how you feeling buddy and he's not going to go into detail about all the different things that's going on with his injury that's yeah. all he thinks about all day all he wants to do is talk to the boys and say hey what's up and and catch up and have a bs for that 10 minutes where you're overlapping in the in the training room and and that's why I think the players don't really know what's going on because you're not deep diving into a guy that you you hardly see and that when you do cross paths with them you just want to catch up with your buddy and, and let them let them feel good and let them blow off some steam and feel like part of the team again for once in a in months you know it really is a crazy world too when it comes to trades like nobody even knows players on teams like they they find out last which is crazy and injury is the same type of conversation but i just thought it was so interesting and it's always great to ask somebody who's actually in the league uh meantime the wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at points bet canada So I'm not sure if you saw this. I got back uh, in the winning column yesterday. I had the Miko Rantanen shot prop. The guy just loves shooting the puck at minus 125. It was money in the bank, though. Uh, thank you very much to Miko Rantanen. There's actually two props I'm looking at tonight, Rosie. And take your pick. You can hammer both. You can take a look at one. One of it is the John Tavares assist prop at plus 130, which I like even more now that we know that Austin Matthews won't play. He's been on fire four apples in his past five games. Uh, you know, Tavares playing a lot like the guy we saw early on in the season. Not to say he struggled in the middle half, but he's been playing some excellent hockey. And so is that line with Yarncroak, uh, Tavares, and Marner. So I would look at an assist for John Tavares. And we've talked a lot about UC Soros. I think if you can get your hands on a decent saves prop, he's made 30-plus saves in six of his past eight appearances. And granted, maybe this Leafs team's a bit different without Austin Matthews, who loves to shoot the puck. But... Uh, the data tells us that the, the Preds have been surrounding a lot of shots on goal lately. Yeah, they sure have. It doesn't look like they're playing in front of uh, Soros too well, but um, I think they're going to be shooting the puck. Uh, we got some guys up there who are going to be trying to fill that role, and there'll be some extra ice time and extra space out there with Austin Matthews gone. And I really like the way that Tavares has stepped up, as you alluded to. And I'm just waiting for Mitch Marner to make his uh, his mark again, as uh, some other guys have kind of taken the spotlight. So very possible with the way this team allows these defensive collapse to just get their goalie absolutely lit up with shots is is not a bad uh, prop if you can find it somewhere. I'm imagine I haven't gone into points bet Canada and seen if they had it, but hopefully they do. And I bet you it would be uh, maybe a bet to look at for sure. And so we're all set. It's the Leafs and the Nashville Predators from Scotiabank Arena. The Preds have won four in a row, a six-game point streak, 5-0-1-1. Again, UC Saros is on fire. And off the top, again, no Austin Matthews confirmed for this game. It'll be uh, Matt Murray getting the call for the Leafs. And Bobby McMahon, the reigning AHL Player of the Week, will make his uh, NHL debut wearing the number 74. Nobody's worn the number 74 in Maple Leafs history, so... You have a chance to look at the point prop. The dads are in the building as well for the annual dad's trip, I believe, goes into Detroit. 
and culminates in Boston on Saturday. It should be a pretty decent atmosphere. I like when Nashville comes to town. We don't see them very often. Roman Yossi is an incredible player. So is Philip Forsberg and others. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's uh, it's a different look for us for sure. And I'm most excited about McMahon being in the lineup, man. I mean, I just can't. I can relate to it. Like your first game, yeah. you can't believe it. And the fact that the dads are in town, he's probably scrambling so cool. to see if he can make it, man. Just very, very cool. I'll be watching him and, uh, you know, if you can catch a piece of him and warm up or at the beginning of the game, seeing what kind of jitters. I imagine his legs will be a little little shaky, Jelly. but he's got some yeah. uh, confidence behind him as being the, the American League player of the week, which is, I imagine, whatever he's been doing down there, I haven't seen. But uh He's been uh, he's been doing something that's been making a difference, and the reason for the call up, obviously, and timing is everything in this game, especially for those guys cranking out in the minors. You get injuries. Austin Matthews decides to take one night off, and all of a sudden, your dreams come true with a, an NHL game in Toronto. You know, just beautiful. A 26 year old guy who's been giving her for a while gets to uh, get the call. So I'm looking for him to use his body. He's a 6'2", 205 pound guy. It looks like he can bang around a little bit, maybe make. Uh, make Engvall there wake up a little bit and say, hey, you know that big body you got? Maybe you can use it once in a while to your advantage because that's one thing that I just haven't seen any, anything of in this uh, Leafs roster so far is guys that just bang a little bit and crash and get out of my way and wear them down, make those D-men second guess going back for a puck. Love to see some of that tonight. Lastly, Rosie, I'm 6'3", 205, and I intend to bang my body around uh, the alumni box on January 27th when Claude Giroux and the Ottawa Senators visit the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the reason why I bring Giroux's name up, I know we promised him on today's show. He'll be on tomorrow or Friday. We're going to pre-tape an interview uh, this afternoon with Claude Giroux. So looking forward to, to doing that with your former teammate in Philadelphia. I'm sure there's some pretty decent stories out there. Yeah, that will be fun. We tried to get him today, but of course the... Coach throws a curveball pregame skate or practice or whatever it is. You can never rely on those schedules. So uh, that's what's tough about doing them live. But we'll pre-record one and uh, see how what he has to say. It'll be fun. And this is destiny, Rosie, because you know where they're headed, I believe, probably tonight. <laughs> one of your spots? A.S. fucking you, my dude. It took 30 oh, minutes. God. First swear word of the show. There goes the demonetization of the program. But they're going ASU. They're playing Arizona, I believe, tomorrow night. So no doubt we have to ask your, your guy G about Arizona State University and heading out there for a game. Oh, he won't be able to say anything. His girl's got him <laughs> locked up pretty tight. <laughs> I don't mean about that. I mean about playing fucking Arizona. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, Rosie, we'll leave it at that. And we'll, we'll talk tomorrow again. Another preview coming up, the Leafs and Detroit. Great stuff today, bud. Right on. See you guys then. Take care.